Right, a very good afternoon to both of you and welcome. So we have Mrs. Rashmi, who is the Director of Academics and Training at Bharatiya Shiksha Board. And we have Mrs. Hemal Bath, who is the Principal of Hanstraj Model School. A very good afternoon to both of you and welcome. Hello. So with regard to the National Education Policy 2020, both of you can take about two to three minutes and tell me what you think about this policy so far. It's been one year since it has been implemented. So Mrs. Hemal can start off. All right. I thought you said there's another speaker as well. Uh, yeah, she was unable to make it. All right, Mrs. Hemal, you can tell me a little bit about NEP 2020. Yeah, Mrs. Himal, tell me something about NEP 2020 so far. What do you think of it? I'm sorry, but I, you are not very audible to me. Is it? Okay. Uh, is it better now? It's not very audible. Okay. Uh, shall I begin then? By the time it is... All right. Yeah. All right. What do you think of NEP 2020 so far? Uh, Nupa, NEP 2020 was released last year and it yeah. came as a breath of fresh air. Right. You know, we all had been teachers, principals, teacher educators like me. Right. We all had been battling a lot of issues in the classroom. Right. And NEP, surprisingly, uh, you know, addressed each and every challenge that right. was there to the Indian education, which right. was a big relief. You know, there's a phrase like it warmed the cockles of our heart. We felt right. that somewhere our concerns have been addressed. You right. know, whether it is, whether it is uh, about pedagogy, whether it right. is rote memorization, whether right. it is examination, right. whether it is which medium to teach the learners in, so right. all these issues which stopped us from being more effective in the classroom, NEP right. addressed it. Right. And this was uh, last year. Right. Now, uh, the thrill and the happiness at having a wonderful policy right. is still there. But that phase of happiness is over because right. we are now looking at implementation of it. Right. Okay. The, uh, the national curriculum framework for school education right. was to be released this year in May, right. which has been delayed. Right. And it is not likely to be released for another one year. Now, right. this situation has created a lot of confusion right. among people because schools, right. when the policy was released. Everybody was gaga about the policy. Everybody was very happy. And right. everybody, uh, you know, was mentally prepared to implement. But right. this delay has created a vacuum which right. needs to be addressed. And right. the delay has been combined with the corona crisis. So right. at the moment, the schools are at a sea. 
you know right uh, we are continuing with the old practices but we are ready we are aspirational and we right. want to change and step into the next stage of our evolution as institution right so at this moment this is the dilemma before the indian school education system right so i think it has been compounded a lot by the pandemic right yes absolutely right so mrs himal your thoughts on nep 2020 so far i can't hear you miss I think you're mute, right? Yeah. So what I'm saying is, she's given your broad framework, Rashmi, man. Right. And uh, for us who are working in the schools, you know, we right. are basically now concerned about, you know, the fact that the ten plus two uh, system would now be a five plus three plus three plus four, right. wherein you'll be adding one extra year to right. our preschooling section. That is the Anganwadi section, as yes. we call it. Okay. so that is an extra year and that is uh, maybe a small matter of concern for us but we are still looking as to how they intend to go about it and how they would like us to take it forward from there uh, we don't have a lot of clarity as such on the mm. whole thing uh, we are waiting right. for that clarity and i'm sure it will come sooner or later it will come so uh, when this was uh, proposed uh, a few things were pretty good some things we are a little apprehensive the right. main aim for them was to get you know a 100% uh, uh, as we say you know ger that is the gross uh, uh, enrollment and right. if you read to newspaper nuha right. on page number 16 you will see mr arun mehta who was in charge the former head right. of the udis and all he has mentioned ki yes there is a enhancement or an increase in the enrollment by 1.6% right. as of date right. but he also mentions in today's newspaper that though there has been an enrollment at the preschooling level when you go to the higher grades there is right. an increase in the dropout ratio what See, is the reason for dropping out but there were a lot of measures in place in nep 2020 to reduce the dropping out especially right. in rural areas you see this is the right. whole objective of the nep 2020 right. and this is only today's newspaper wherein he actually uses the data that we get from the udis uh, right. plus which he was heading since 2002 uh, right. in collaboration with nepa where he was working and this is today's news so right. there is a slight improvement as what i'm trying to point here is that the main objective was a 100% ger the right. ratio to be the enrollment ratio to be 100% that right. is every child is going to be enrolled in the school education but there is an apprehension but though at the primary and the pre schooling level it is good mm. there are dropouts at the higher level so this right. might persist even after 2020 is implemented by the way uh nep 2020 has right. been implemented for the first stage to take it forward in india is karnataka so right. they began uh, implementing it uh in the month of august yes when they open schools yes they have just uh, begun and they were followed right. by the state of rajasthan right. so they've already started so there is right. an order that asks them all the schools in the uh, state to implement that 
So this is the main aim of NEP to make sure you know that you know uh, India is a totally literate uh, country and society in the coming right. uh, few years. That's what they did. But some of the major recommendations that they have made in the NEP, uh, one or two good things I would definitely like to mention here. One right. is of course I told the GER. The second is it is promoting open schooling. So you know what right. that means to us? Every child gets educated in the country and that we are moving towards literacy, you know, enrollment right. is going to really increase. So when it promotes open schooling, those who have other uh, reasons for not being mm. able to get the school education will get an opportunity to do so. That itself is a very important point for all of us to ponder over. Then uh, the other thing which I am very impressed with, uh, I have always strongly believed is bilingualism. Right, so bilingualism. Till, till at least, they say at least till grade five. I mean, right. there is an option that you can take it a couple of more years ahead. Till grade five, there should be a mother tongue yes. used in the class or you know, communicating in the mother tongue or the regional language, whatever. Right. So bilingualism is really going to help enrollment and it is really going to help the children to move forward and understand and stay in the school and get educated. So that's really right. going to help a lot. Uh, another thing which I really was impressed with is the fact that there is no separation now in the higher secondary, which we wanted right. to talk about, wherein you know you had a rat race for you know sciences and then you had for commerce studies and you know these streams that were yes. streamlined only grade eleven. Now There's no streamlining anymore, right? No, no. So, you know, uh, uh, from grade eight itself, you can start whichever stream you like and you have a class right. nine. From grade nine to twelve is a And maybe yeah. chemistry also. So I have that option. You you see how good that is for the children. Mm. It's very There's more flexibility. So it gives you a lot of options, you know, you can just enter into a psychology class, come out, go into a chemistry class, you know, mm -hmm. if you have that combination, it opens more doors for you because till right. grade 12, you don't really show where you want to be. There might be a small percentage that has decided I want to be so and so I want to follow this, mm -hmm. but there is a huge number of students wherein they are not very clear uh, right. where passion lies and where their abilities lies and whether they match. I think that right. is a very important thing. So when they give you this option till grade 12 that you can, you may right. mix a few subjects and you know, find your own you know, aptitude wherever you fit in. So right. you have more options when you walk out of the corridors of a plus two uh, system. Mm. In grade eight, the one of the best things they've done is starting from grade eight, they give you internship courses. Right. Vocational, vocational internship. Right. So before you reach grade 10 and 11, you have already kind of decided at least, if not what you want, what right. you don't want. So right. that is very clear. So you There's practical you learning there. Yes. When you are under internship, you try a couple of things, one year here, six months here, you know, three months here, and you decide. Yeah, these are pre-vocational courses beginning from class six, from six right. to eight. So this right. is going to and be not really in model school. I have introduced these vocational subjects from this year itself. So they right. have these options, but I am working through a very tough mindset of the parents. I'm sure Rashmi ma'am would understand that. The mindset of the parents says, Nahi, no, uh, you very have rigid. to follow. 
ones that uh, have been you know streamlined for you and you're not uh, allowing the child you know to go on for these employability or vocational skills that will be important see uh, this policy of nep is making it very clear that the country the leader and all of us need to have uh, what do you say a self reliant india okay right. so if you all our initiatives even floated by the prime minister by the government they are all working towards you know promoting entrepreneurship right over the jobs you know right. an engineering job or a doctor's job or a journalist job so entrepreneurship right. where we are stressing on uh, what do you say make india things you know skill india things you know startup india you Each must india yes atmanirbhar yeah. bharat is what we are talking about right. so everything is working towards that right. and that is excellent to have a self reliant india then this policy as we understand is promoting sdgs the sustainable right. development, uh, development goals at the school level which is so very important though we had begun but it has to percolate till the last a small school in our country so that right. is important it will prepare all these children all these students you know to think and even to you know uh, to adopt a very eco friendly kind of lifestyle right. from the primary level so when right. it is up into their systems it is into their lifestyle then right. we are i guess sdg goals that's how it would work so do you uh, think parents will in any way pose a challenge to implementation parents yes you know the, uh, the policy has is so well known to every indian right. that uh, parents are uh, totally supportive of the policy right. you would be surprised i was informed by one of the directors uh, right. of vocational education in cbsc that right. there has been a huge surge in schools opting for vocational education right almost uh, uh, 4000 schools cbsc affiliated schools have started vocational streams in their school and this right. would not be done without the support of the parents right so parents uh, in fact the entire india was so excited about the policy so parents teachers schools everybody gave it mm. a big thumbs up right But, you know uh, as far as i am concerned the right. real excitement and the real uh, you know impact of nep will be seen in the classroom because right. nep talks about integrating subject knowledge with skills and mm. giving children a competency based learning right now now if that happens then we right. are not you know teaching children the content only we are teaching right. them the skills which can be transferred to life so right. if a child learns uh, math- mathematics mm. he is not just you know learning the formulas by heart he is right. learning to apply it and apply it in a real life situation he is learning right. estimation there is a mathematization of his thinking he is mm. learning a mathematical vocabulary if right. it is sciences then it is learning to have a spirit of inquiry the teachers right. are told not to give answers the teachers are told to make children curious right you know and to develop a scientific temperament in children to make right. them question to 
make them deci take decisions based on the evidence present and not because the teacher has said it or the textbook says it. So this right. integration of skills along with the content, that is the real, uh, that will be the real success of NEP when it percolates down to the classroom. Right. Okay. In case of language, now language teaches you the four skills and right. the LSR skills, but it also gives you great opportunities to discuss in the classroom, for children right. to collaborate, learn to work as team. It, uh, it gives you an opportunity to debate issues of national concern, international concern, global concern. Now, right. can you imagine the impact of it on the thinking of the children? on their sensitization to the right. way people around them are living, okay? And as they grow up to be actually contributors in right. problem solving, decision making, in evolving new uh, and creative solutions to the existing problems. Right. So this, you know, the reform in pedagogy, which mm. makes pedagogy absolutely interactive. It makes it yes. collaborative. It makes it inquiry-based. You know, earlier there was a perception that only science can be taught through an inquiry-based pedagogy. Yes. Now it is that every subject will have the inquiry-based pedagogy. Right. The child will do it themselves. They will take mm. out the results. They will share it. They will discuss right. it with everybody in the classroom. Right. So I feel the major thrust of the NEP is to bring about a total change in how teaching learning processes go on. And the focus is to shift the emphasis from teaching to learning. learning. We are more right. concerned about how learning is happening because right. it is a child-centered learning system. Right. So, Ms. Hima, you brought up the subject of national languages in NEP 2020, and I agree with you, national languages anywhere should be given priority and should be taught because we need to retain our local roots. However, NEP states that wherever possible, the medium of instruction until at least grade five, but preferably till grade eight and beyond, eight. will be in the home language or mother tongue. Hmm or local language, or regional language. Will this hinder the upward social mobility of students in rural areas due to, by denying them access to education in English? Will that have any impact? But actually what is I'm more missing. important, yeah, it yeah. Is, what is more important is that they should understand what they're learning. Right. You know, upward mobility will come later. First, yeah. language should not be a hindrance in right. uh, understanding the concepts. That is why this right. shift has been brought about. So what do you think about it, Mrs. Heber? Uh You see, uh, though they have mentioned that, you know, uh, this hmm. is uh, supposed to be an advantage, but, you know, in some places, I believe, yeah. Nuha, uh, it could be a disadvantage or, a you know, yeah. I can say pro it could be a con because, you know, suppose you see a class, you know, of 40, and yes. I have a very group of children. I have somebody from the south. I have somebody from the east. I have right. somebody from the northeast. And uh, I am located in north. Right. So if you are going to be using an extra language, if the mother tongue is, for example, uh, Hindi, right. it is not necessary that the students of the other parts of my beautiful country would right. be able to 
understand that. Even if right. it is just a few uh, terminology or a few vocabulary which is picked up, it would create a problem for them. So this could be a disadvantage as well. But in right. other areas, it could be a, a beautiful idea where it can be done because then they're all from the same place. The language is the same. Right. Another disadvantage to this question that you have asked for me is right. that in the higher classes, once they start moving and trying mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, move away kind of, you know, from the regional or the mother tongue language into the right. language widely accepted as the language to be written there, answers to be written in, right. might be a little problem from that point of view as well for the students to, you know, immediately, you know, shift on to maybe in right. English language for communicative purposes, you know, and you are thinking in Hindi and writing in English, which really doesn't happen very right. smoothly, very difficult, or you're thinking in Kannada or Tamil and you're translating it into English when you're getting down to right. actually write. That could be an issue. Right. So both of you I are on the same page. No, ma. Right. Uh, right. No, I do not really agree. I personally feel that for 70 years, this focus on English has right. denied of the children actually conceptual knowledge. You know, the right. children have been left poorer, struggling to, to learn something through a language which they did not know. Right. So when you teach concepts, of right. mathematics and science through their mother tongue, it is they are going to learn it much more easily. They are going to think about it more logically. They are right. going to work on it much more comfortably. Okay. Right. So I personally feel by removing the barrier of a foreign language, I right. think this is actually going to work wonders in the classroom, right. not only in rural areas, in urban areas also. Our children, what is their first language? The first language is the local language that they speak at home. So if we're explaining something to, let us take your example. Right. Your, uh, your mother tongue is? Tamil. What, yes. what is your mother tongue? Tamil, Tamil. Tamil. Yeah, Tamil. Now, see, if I explain to you a, a, a little challenging concept, a difficult concept in Tamil, yes, you are likely to understand it much more, grasp it much more faster. You will be able to paraphrase, explain it. You will be able to apply it much more comfortably than English language, although right. you have studied it all your life. Okay. And thinking of majority of 70% mm. of Indian children who live in, uh, you know, rural areas, I think this right. is a godsend provision for them. Right. And it, it could also promote a lot of peer learning, peer-based learning, and Absolutely. it could help the parents yeah. teach mm. students. Yeah. Yeah. Very relevant. I think these two. So what happens is every proposition, if I even take NEP 2020, would have pros and cons, would have advantages yes. and disadvantages. So it would vary from region to region, from school to school. So that would be there. So, you know, there will be very good, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, advantages of these as well, as I mentioned in the beginning itself. But there right. could be, yeah, some uh, cons to the whole thing as well. So it's, it's, it's a mixture, actually. Right. So another question. Uh, to be says, Rashmi, I'll post this question. NEP 2020 plays, places a lot of emphasis 
about ongoing changes in the knowledge landscape across the world and the need to educate students to face the future. But it also mentions lessening the content and developing 21st century skills like critical thinking. Absolutely. So Absolutely. do you think the reduction in content can pose any uh, issue there? I don't think so, Nuha. Right. We had a bloated curriculum. You know, right. for last uh, uh, two or three decades, things were just being added to it without right. deleting anything. Right. So textbook, uh, textbooks had become so voluminous. Right. And when that happens, you know, the only way to master them is to learn them by heart because there is no time, there is no, uh, you know, uh, time left for the teacher to actually discuss the concepts and to ensure that children are able to apply them in the classroom. Right. So this uh, one, uh, you know, uh, again, another provision of NEP that talks about a lean curriculum. Actually, currently, I am in the process of doing it. As I told you that I'm right. director of uh, the newly yes. established Board of Education. So we are in the process of developing curriculum and textbooks. So what right. we are doing is we are very logically going about by beginning the process with what is the objective of teaching this particular subject or this language to the child in this class and moving right. by that and removing all the extra content which is totally mm -hmm. not required for the learner to go. Now by doing, by doing so, what we have done is we have made a lot of space for, space for the teacher to experiment in the class to right. have the freedom to allow children a voice in the class and a choice also in the class. Right. So these are the reforms that I'm looking at through less content, a lean content, a crisper content, and a lot of time for experiential and discovery-based approaches in the classroom. Right. So it's only the good, useful content that has been only put what in. What is required for the learner to know in that particular class, he needs right. to know, not extra. Right. So I think it will make the exams, assessments also easier. They don't have to study a lot of things. Assessments, the, the, the biggest reform of NEP is in the field of assessment. When you talk right. about it, we'll tell you. <laughs> right. So Mrs. Hebel, Speaking about assessments, NEP emphasizes a lot on conceptual understanding as opposed to, you know, rote learning and just learning for exams. So, but the practice of board exams and periodic exams, term exams will continue, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Plus one, plus two, all that will continue, right? See. The way it goes about will be a little different because now the, I think we've already set that into motion with this pandemic years. Yes. Uh, the manner in which they will be assessed. Yes. Uh, will be slightly different. The questions that will now uh, be framed uh, will be framed in a different manner. I'm not right. saying totally in a different manner, but we will be checking them on their competency, on whether they've got the concepts right. So we'll be checking them on the Bloom's taxonomy, you know, the higher right. three levels, the four levels that go above understanding and just right. remembering. Maybe. So there will be case studies, you know, all these things have already begun. So right. that's what I'm saying. This will help implementation of the policy 
would uh, already we are into digitalized pedagogy that we are using uh, because right. of the pandemic you know we are already taking classes the assessments are based accordingly though we have you know multiple choice questions right. uh, you know to be done in 90 marks as you are aware uh, right. we are already working at framing the questions in a manner that will mm -hmm. make the student think very right. well and check on his concepts before actually uh, you know assessing them so right. this is one of the main things you know one of the main uh, salient features of the uh, NEP uh, 2020, that is right. to have a digitalized pedagogy uh, mm -hmm. and the classrooms, you know, moving towards a digitalized India, moving towards already, you know, a digitalized library as we all have, you know, an access to any yes. book with just a click, you know, digitalized content. It could be online teaching, it could mm. be uh, anything, it could be digitalized infrastructure that we need to right. have be able to take this forward so everything is moving towards an india which is a digital india you know which will empower the society mm. and the knowledge will be now moving towards improving our economy as well so it's a right. big thing that we have thought out right so the exams will no more be you know a written paper with a specific time frame it will will it be like that or will it be something different I don't see it changing at, in such a different magnitude. Right. It will definitely remain an, uh, uh, you know, pen and paper test. Right now, it is on an online right. mode and people are really very happy with the way the online option is there. So it could be, right. you know, a mix of the best of both. So right. offering this platform as well as that. So I think there will be more online platforms offered now, now that we have the know-how mm. of yes. how to go about it to... Uh, bigger audience to a bigger right. setup now so i think maybe it could move that way and i think it's a good thing because that's what we are right. all moving uh, towards so when when it comes to exams suppose if a student is not in a very good state of mental health and that student has to come and write the exam will it be fair in that sense especially during this pandemic a lot of children have lost you know loved ones and they may not be in a very good mental state to come and write the exam on stipulated date so will it be better to have continuous assessments instead see what we are doing nuha right now is yeah. we are giving them a lot of options because of the yeah. circumstances yes and uh, we have seen this batch of the pandemic of these two batches if i may say are yes. already very strong and have grown much tougher and resilient you know they have become very resilient due to these times Yes. And uh, though we have given them options of an offline mode as well as an mm. online mode, and we have given them these options to even give them at a particular time by changing the question paper because, you know, we would have already used. So we have a backup plan of another paper in right. case or whatever the technology fails or whatever that options have been given and a lot of consideration for uh, the candidates who are going through very tough times and, right. uh, you know, Traumatic times at this point, a little hand holding, a little compassion right. uh, has been happening. I can only right. talk about schools, and I'm sure it must be happening all over the place. Yes, it's happening all over because everybody is in this together. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. These are times to have a pedagogy of compassion more than anything yes. else at this point of time. Yes, so the meeting will end in a second, so I'll just make another link and send it across. So I'll end this and send another link because it's going to end. We can finish it quickly. I have a few more questions.